On today's show, the Yankees beat the Guardians at the stadium 4-1 in game one of the division series. Garrett Cole pitches for the home crowd for the first time in Yankee pinstripes. Very exciting. Harrison Bader hits a home run. Anthony Rizzo hits a home run. And it was a fun night. And we're going to talk all about it. So get ready because an all-new Locked on Yankees starts next. You are Locked on Yankees. Your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Yankees. No, that's not what I'm saying. Happy Wednesday, Yankee fans. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gatsoulias, and today I'm joined by writer and Yankees fan, Jason Buford. Jason has written for Pitchfork, Rolling Stone, Vulture, and GQ, just to name a few places. And he was last night's game. Jason, how are you? Hello. Uh, how are you? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Normally I can yeah. talk better than what I did in the intro, but yeah, that was a good game, huh? It was a great game. Yeah. It was a great environment too. It was really fun. Yes. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a second. First, I'd like to thank you for making Lockdown Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the thumbs up button to like our videos and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. Okay, tell me all about it, because I was actually offered tickets for last night and chickened out, because I thought to myself, I don't know, I've gone to three Yankee games recently, and they lost all three, and I didn't want to bring my bad juju to the Yankee games, so I stayed home. But it looked electric on TV. It was really electric. So the first thing that they did was, I'm sure you saw it on TV, they turned all the stadium lights off, and Swisher is like, who, by the way, I think it's like, I think he's a team mascot now, which I'm kind of I fine think with. so. <laughs> he reminds yeah. me of when like he, it reminds me of when like rappers die and suddenly they get really popular. <laughs> right. Right. It's like Swisher wasn't Swisher wasn't this popular when he was on the Yankees, but when they have him like waving the flag, it was really, really fun. Um and then I mean the crowd was the crowd was juiced. I was in the bleachers and so uh, we were just anticipating the first pitch. When it happened, the crowd went crazy. Like, we were really excited. Player baseball is back in the Bronx. And it's honestly the best. It, it really is. is. Yeah. yeah. You know, really I – what was the last – the last playoff game I went to was 2011. It's been a really long time since I've been wow. to a playoff game. And it was a loss. Um, but I used to go all the time with my ticket – my season tickets. You know, I was at all those – games in I was at the Subway Series in 2000 I was at uh game four of the 01 World Series when Tino hit the home run to tie and Jeter hit the home run to walk off and mm -hmm. you know that game permanently damaged my voice to this day if I <laughs> talk too loud or talk too much the next day I'll wake up with a raspy voice because I woke up the next day after that game and literally didn't have a voice for nearly six days that's how much I screamed during that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I miss that atmosphere. And I believe, was yesterday the 10th anniversary of the Raul game? So there was kind of like good mojo going yes. into yes, yesterday's I, I game. I believe it was. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is great. That's terrific mojo. Mm-hmm. That's the mojo you want. Yeah. Yeah. I know that 
most Yankee fans liked that because the Yankees aren't known to do that sort of thing before a game. And I thought it was really cool. Joel Sherman did not like it. He was like, this is minor league stuff. This is the Yankees. What happened to them? And I said, the Yankees can't win. Either they're too stiff and don't do fun things. Or when they do fun things, people are like, what are they doing? They're the Yankees. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like um, maybe it's a good thing that they want something to pump up the crowd. And yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I like the fact that they're getting a little bit more flexible with things like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that that looked really cool on TV, though, with all the lights off and people's cell phone lights on and it just, yeah, it, I was like, what's happening? Are they having a concert? Because I didn't realize <laughs> what was going on. And then I was like, oh, I could hear on Brian. I think it was Brian Hoke's video from the press box. I heard someone say, is that Swisher? And it just yeah. made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Obviously a Swisher. Who else would it be? <laughs> right. Cece wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, no. Cece's a real legend, so they had to throw the first pitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now, speaking of pitching, nice segue, we're going to talk about Garrett Cole, because even though they said it last night, I still was like, all right, this is his first home playoff game as a Yankee, because 2020, obviously, nothing was happening there because they were playing in stadiums without people, and the wild card game last year, which we don't like to talk about, and yeah, he got to feel the home crowd and how they are during the playoffs, and I know after the game, he was, he couldn't keep the smile off his face because he just, you know, he was a Yankee fan as a kid. And that's got to be like the coolest thing ever to be able to deliver in a playoff game in Yankee Stadium your first time out. So I've been on this podcast before, right? And we've mm -hmm. talked about Cole. Mm -hmm. I have a little bit of a complicated relationship with him because although he's an incredibly talented pitcher and the strikeout totals are always great and he, clearly has an ability to be the best starter on the mound at any given game. Yeah. He's not always that fun to watch. Right. <laughs> Takes a while. Yes. He reminds me of Clemens, actually. Like, growing up, like, watching Clemens, it was kind of similar. I was a kid. Like, it was kind of similar where it was like, okay, obviously he's really good, but he's also so intense and so hard on himself that he doesn't always work quickly. Yes. And so it's like it takes Cole a while. Um, with that being said, I thought he was excellent last night. Yes. Yes. In the third inning, it really could have went left with Rizzo making that boneheaded play, and that was like, uh, I was like, "What are you doing?" I know. <laughs> um, and then with the umpire missing the strike, uh, uh, what was supposed to be the strike three call, um, and instead, I think he settled down. He really did settle down, yeah. and he was able to get out that inning. And from then on, I don't think they could really touch him. Right now, what happened was. Um... Yeah, it was a slider. It was low in the zone, but it was clearly a strike, and he had been calling low balls uh, as strikes. Those are strikes that he calls on Judge, right? And right. So it was kind of just like, what the hell? Right. And, you know, as you said, it could have gone left, and I was really afraid it was going to because it did feel like one of those moments where he wouldn't get the strike call, bases are loaded, you know, he had given up the home run to Quan earlier in the inning, and you're just thinking, oh, God, the wheels are going to come off. And then mm -hmm. thankfully... He only threw two more pitches after that because that's another thing. Um, you know, even in the first inning, right away, IKF with his issues, you know, making Cole throw extra pitches. And with the way Cole started, you know, with as many pitches as he threw in the first two innings, you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, just try and make it to six. Try and make it, like, at least into the sixth inning. And he made it into the seventh. So that was good for him. But after that slider that was called for a ball, 
goes to the knuckle curve. He was using that a lot last night and it was working well for him. And strike four or five was <laughs> a swinging strike on a slider and ends that threat. And as we said before we started, or as I said before we started recording, I knew in that moment they were going to win the game. I yeah. really did. I felt yeah. like, okay, this was the, the Guardians' best chance for them to do something against him because now he's going to be like, all right, I'm going to settle down. Things are going to be better. And he basically did. It happens a lot, right? He'll give him a four-run inning and then he'll settle down for five innings, right? I, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... And, yeah, I mean, I... I uh, I, th- I saw a tweet where someone said if he didn't give up as much long balls, he might have like a two ERA. And it's very true, right? Like he's a really sporadic pitcher as well as being an excellently, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, his stuff is excellent, right? So, right. But he's also really sporadic in a weird way. Um, and so it's, you have a kind of one chance to break it open against him. And if you don't, I think he's, he settles in usually, and yeah, he really did settle in last night. I mean, the slider was really working. I thought that the game plan with him and Trevino was really good. I noticed that sometimes the game plan with him and Higgy isn't as good as it is with him and Trevino. Right. Um, and uh, I thought Trevino caught a great game out there, uh, and, and he was excellent. I actually thought he could have went into the seventh if yeah. Boone, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like even I further, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought he could have went even further. I mean, I think it's good. I Actually, we'll, I, I guess we'll get to Boone soon, but... I should think it's good that Boone decided, hey, I'm going to go with my three best guys and see what they do. Yes. I think that's what he said. He said, here's the three guys I trust the most. I'm going to see what they give me. And, you know, we're going to throw it all out there on the first, on the, in, the, in the first playoff game. And he did that, I think, of Wandy, um, Luizica, Holmes, right? Those are the three guys he probably trusts the most, which is yes. about right. And so, yeah. So in a moment, we'll discuss – the game further because lots of cool things happened last night. Thank goodness. But first, dress shirts. Men have to wear dress shirts to work. And maybe it's inconvenient for them because they have to wear the same shirt to work and then maybe go out afterwards. But Roan has something for you. The dress shirt was due for a radical reinvention and Roan's stepped up to the challenge. Their commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man. And here's why. It has four-way stretch fabric that provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you to enjoy what life throws your way from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. It's time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle. With Roan's wrinkle release technology, wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's that easy. With Gold Fusion anti-odor technology, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you don't even have to worry about a dry cleaner. The commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash locked on and use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort. Thanks again for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. Subscribe now to Locked On Yankees on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you get notified when each episode premieres. So after Cole gets out of that, Harrison Bader. This makes me so happy. By the way, can we, okay, let's, let's, for all the listeners out there, let me just tell you something. I call this trade beat a good trade for the junk. I called it. I called it. You remember, Stace, you remember, I called it. 
Look, you Montgomery's, did. A, Montgomery's a solid pitcher, but you can make another Montgomery. That, and yeah. I think that's what the Yankees were thinking, and I think they're actually correct. Yeah. You can make another Montgomery. I don't think Montgomery's that good where, where he's someone that is uh, irreplaceable. Right. You know, you kind of saw how good Nestor got in a few years, right? And mm-hmm. so I think what they thought is we can make another Montgomery, but what the skills that Bader has, it's really a dime a dozen. You don't really get it that much. I love right? watching him play the outfield. Oh I really God, he's do. Great. He's great. <laughs> he's terrific. I mean, his footwork, he gets to every ball. He knows kind of like those charging plays. I mean, he had one, I think it was, I think it was in the six he had one. Where yeah. He had a, yeah, where he had a charge in. And like a lot of guys really struggle with that ball. They struggle picking it up. He didn't struggle picking it up. He doesn't dive when he doesn't need to. I mean, he's just a really like fundamentally sound defender and he's quick too. Yeah. Um, and the bat isn't, it's not going to blow you away, but it kind of reminds me of Gardner where he has a little bit of pop. Yeah. And uh, you saw it in the third inning. I mean, it was, it changed the course of the game. It really did. It really did. You know, it just tied the game. But as I said, once Cole got out of that top of the third, I was feeling really good about things. And even though Bader's home run just tied it, I thought to myself, they're not losing this game. This is, I can feel it right now. Mm-hmm. I became calm and I just was relaxed the rest of the game. <laughs> and it was the yeah. strangest feeling to be calm during a playoff game. But that's exactly what happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, hometown boy comes to the Yankees. And as you said, with the trade, people were wondering about it because he was hurt. Took him a while to come back. And so far, so good. And you mentioned the footwork. I love watching his feet. I will watch his feet as the ball is going to his glove because you see him set and you see him get ready for everything. And you don't see that in a lot of outfielders. He's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, he really is. I mean, there's a play. um, It was one of his first games, actually. It was hit the center field. And instead of him kind of like being on the run and catching it, he like squared up and caught it. And I was like, wow, okay, this guy like knows what he's doing out here. Yeah. So he pick, he sees it well. He picks it up well. And we haven't had that in center field in a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hicks was, I mean, Hicks was solid. Like Pete Hicks was solid. Um, Granderson was okay. Um, but uh, we haven't had that in center field in a while. And so. I, I, he had a great game. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was great. He had a great game. Yeah. I, I will say, John Sterling's call made me laugh because I knew he was going to reference an old song because he always does, but I didn't realize he was going to reference a 100-year-old song, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> is, he like, is he like a feeder nut? He might be like, yes. yeah. yeah, he is. That's he amazing. Is. That's oh, amazing. yes. Yeah. The, because... the most interesting man in the world, John Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Um, because I didn't hear the call. I was watching on... Um, the TV, but one of my friends tweeted out, I'm just wild about Harry. And I was like, don't tell me that's the call. And she's like, it was. I'm like, oh my God, that's fantastic. And I couldn't wait for it to be tweeted. And then when it was, I played it for my mother because I knew she would get a kick out of that. And then I had it in my head all night for the rest of the (laughs) rest of the game. But yeah, Sterling having fun with his uh, home run calls. So yeah, Cole Settles down after that, has a one, two, three inning. And then let's see, he walked Ramirez in the top of the fifth. Everything's fine. And the bottom of the fifth, Trevino with that sack fly, that Wait, helped. do we want to talk about uh, Kid Rock, Josh Donaldson first? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, okay. 
I will say, I will say, I actually thought the ball was out. I right. actually thought, I actually thought it hit. I saw a, a view where it said, this is not a conspiracy theory. I saw a view where it said it hit the Bud Light sign. Um, oh, you know what it was? No, it was, um, there was a beer guy there and he yeah. had his beer, con- like the crate that he carries the beer resting on the fence. And I thought it hit that. I thought it hit that too. Yeah. I, and it I, I thought it was out. Like at the stadium, like where I was sitting in, in, the, in the bleachers in left field, I thought it was out. Yeah. Also, they started doing the like, yeah everyone was fooled on that (laughs) everyone was fooled i will say but also this is the fourth time this has happened to donaldson yeah how would you like run out the box yeah like maybe try to run out the box like once in your life he also like it's weird because he has the personality of a guy who like chides other people for not hustling right (laughs) yeah Yeah, this is the fourth time he's done this. It's just like, man, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know either. And that could have, you know, that could have turned into something really bad. And then it did. Luckily, IKF. Making up for what he did in the first inning, even though that didn't result in anything. It was just like, don't make Cole throw extra pitches. Come on. (laughs) I mean, I think, yeah, IKF was weird because he has really good range, but it's not really sure-handed. That's what it is. And we're used to. I won't say who defenders not having good range, but being really short-handed. Right. We can um, say it's Jeter. It's, it's <laughs> everyone knows. He's like a boogeyman, though. I don't even like to bring him up anymore. You know, it's like <laughs> I know. Um, but even Didi too. Even Didi didn't have amazing range, but he was very short-handed. Yeah. Um, and I kept a kind of the opposite where he has really good range, charging from uh, going from uh, uh, going to his right rather, uh, but it's not very short-handed, and his arm is not very good. Right. But um, I thought that the play he made on a double play in the sixth inning was or seventh inning was great. I mean, it was yes. a good play. Yes. Um, and you know, if he makes contact throughout postseason, then I think it, it can help us. Yeah. I, I wanted Peraza in the in the on the roster. Me too. Yeah. I mean, come on. It, it, but <laughs> but I think um, I think he can help us. I really do. I think he can help us. I think his game is more suited for the playoffs. So. Right. And we were talking about Donaldson. How many times does Donaldson cross in front of IKF to make plays? Yeah, I, it's the one. It's the one saving grace that he has. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many times where he's just like, "Now nah, I got this." <laughs> yeah, I've got. No, I mean Donaldson's a really good fielder. He made else. He also made a really good play in the fourth inning um, or third inning. Was maybe after after the Cabrera play, where um, was it when he threw home? That was a good play, but also when he. Uh, when he when he dove and, and got the ball uh, to, uh, in the hot corner, like towards the line, oh and yes, then strike the first base. I mean, it was yeah. Dallas is a good fielder, and so he's probably always going to be out there. So just like fans, be prepared for Dallas to play, probably be playing every day, right? Because he's like so good at fielding. He um, really is. For his, I mean, I don't mean to say this because I'm literally like 11 years older than him, but he's baseball old. And for 37 to be jumping around like that at third base, it's not that easy. And he's yeah. really solid there. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, but uh, he's got to hustle out the box. Like yeah. it, it, that could have been, that could have been like a changing fa- That could have been a factor in a game that like we're going to look back at. And it's like, we should have had that. And yes. luckily, you know, that's not the case, but next time it will be like that. So he, He's really got to figure that out. Yeah. And then the Yankees score again in the bottom of the sixth. And this was really funny because 
After Judge walked to lead off the inning, one of the Locked On Guardians hosts in our group DM, the host DM was like, yeah, I don't feel good about this right now. He's like, why is, Qu- why is Quantrill still in? Like, he just yeah. had a really bad feeling that something bad was going to happen. And Judge stealing second and then advancing to third because the throw was bad and because, you know, he's 6'7", 282 and runs like he's Ricky Henderson half the time when he's on the bases. It's unbelievable. He's insane. He really he's is. He's a cyborg. Yeah, he's a cyborg. It's, it's amazing. Make, he doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. No, it's like... Where did you come from? Like, what kind of a lab were you he, grown like, in? He so well, like, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. just, it's amazing to watch that. And so he gets to third, and you're thinking, cool, Rizzo hit a, hit a sack fly. But I literally said in my, in my living room, I said, Rizzo, just hit a home run already. Just hit a home run so we can be more relaxed. And two seconds later, he hits the home run, and I'm like, thank you. Thank you for yeah. listening to me. God bless you, Anthony This is going to be big for us. I mean, I think I think a grind of 162 games for an older player like Rizzo is kind of tough, but I think he's but I've you know, I think he's just a good baseball player and he's going to be good for us. We need him. We need him. Yeah. We really do need him. I think Stanton's right on the corner. I mean, he had some really good at-bats yesterday, like really good swings. Yes. He looks very locked in. I think Judge the home run chase really hurt him, but he has good I believe he's going to get locked in. Yeah. But uh, a guy like Rizzo and a guy like Torres, those guys are huge. Rizzo, yes. big home run last night. I actually thought it was slightly over the WB sign, but apparently when is the second deck. It did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz the camera Spike, the... I, Also, I want to say Spike Lee being at the game is very similar to me being at Yankee games. It's similar <laughs> energy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I get a little like crazy. A pol- cultural black man in a sea of like a lot of white people it's like very it was very like yeah i saw spike and i was like ah spike i know i see you <laughs> so in a moment we're going to talk more about this game because it was a good one for the yankees and their fans and uh and we're also going to talk about the ridiculousness of today being an off day but first if you haven't tried built bar puffs yet you were depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys and guess what there's a new flavor Get ready because delicious, indulgent cookie dough, cookie dough puffs, they're covered in chocolate. They're so good. I bought some, ate them, and hoarded them in my room. I didn't want anyone else to have them because they're so good. They have real cookie dough chunks. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're only 160 calories. They have 15 grams of protein. So if you want a snack or if you want to have one after you work out, they're perfect. And you're going to love the cookie dough puff because they're just amazing. Um, if you go to built.com, you can use our promo code locked on 15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code locked on 15 to get the cookie dough chunk puff. I'm not kidding. I've had them. They're so good. (laughs) And when you eat them, it really tastes like something that you shouldn't be having. You know, like it tastes like something that's a thousand calories and it's not. And I highly recommend them. That's one thing that I tell everyone. And actually some listeners have sent me messages saying, I started buying Built Bars for you and you're not lying. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) So let's talk about this quickly. It's a beautiful day in New York. The sun is out. It's a lovely day. And there's no game. I, I don't understand. What? Who made this schedule? I don't understand. <laughs> you know what I saw on Twitter, someone's like, they don't want to. The Knicks, apparently, the Knicks are playing a preseason game tonight, and they were like, "I was like, what?" 
Like, I don't why think would that's you it. Have... That can't be it. I was like, what? But why would you ha- I don't know, because it's so weird, because it's like you have all four Division Series games on one day. Mm-hmm. Then you do the National League one day, AL. Like, at one point, the National League is going to be so far ahead of the AL in games. It's like, well, why are you doing it like this? It's so, it's so weird. weird. It's so I don't, weird. you know, and I, then the weather is supposed to be really bad tomorrow, so it's probably going to get rained out. It, it, it's just like, it's so short-sighted. It's not, I mean, they make every wrong decision possible. It, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's nuts. It's nuts. Also, another thing is there's no advantage now because of that schedule. There's no advantage that we're the division winners. Right. Because now Cleveland gets two off days, essentially, because the rain's probably going to rain the game out. Yeah. And so you're kind of back to square one. Whereas, like, you play this game and you play today, you play last night's game, but then you play today, you're essentially forced to, or not forced, but you're, you're essentially saying, like, okay, the Yankees won a division, so they have a little bit more rest, whereas Indians are playing four games out of, in the past five. Right. And so it's like, well, yeah, that's what, you know, being second in your division is. Not winning, sorry. Being, uh, uh, being having the second best record in the AL is. And so now what they're essentially doing is just making it kind of an even thing. And I yeah. just don't, you know, it's just like, so what's the point of all this then? Like, you know what I mean? I just, I, 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 it's a terrible, it's not a good schedule. There should be another game tonight. Like, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, it's a beautiful day. It really is such a beautiful day. Like it's like perfect. Yeah. It's a better day than it was yesterday. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking outside. I'm seeing like, you know, a slight breeze and you know, the sun is out and it's so yeah. pretty and just, we're going to be sitting here. I mean, I'll watch the games that are on tonight. I mean, of course, but yeah, um, I'd much rather be watching the Yankees. Um, I think the Phillies in Atlanta are at four thirty-five. Okay, and then Dodgers Padres at eight oh five or whatever it is. Yeah, like whatever I, the time is. I just I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh. Okay. So because you were at the game, you did not experience Bob Costas. I heard he was really bad. I heard he was really bad. He yeah. wouldn't shut up. He would not shut up. He just was yapping the whole time. And normally if I'm watching a game by myself, I'll mute it if I can't stand the – like I'll, I always mute Fox games because I can't stand John Smoltz. But my brother was watching with me and he wouldn't mute the TV. <laughs> and I was just like – and it was so funny because one of my friends was like, isn't Costas Greek? You should kind of... – I'm like, I don't care if he's Greek and I'm Greek. <laughs> isn't Costas Greek? <laughs> I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> if they're if a Greek person is first. bad, <laughs> I'm gonna point it out. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Like, I think some of those like old announcers, they're a little washed, but like low key, like low key, like I mean, I mean, the thing that made Vince Scully, I think people misremember the thing that made Vince Scully so beloved is, like, it wasn't the fact that he's, like, talking so much. It was the fact that it was always in service of the broadcast, whereas, like, I don't know, like, judging from what people were saying about Costas, it's just, like, he's just, like, talking to talk. 
if he brought up 1948 one more time okay that's like yeah we don't need that we don't need you to be bringing up like things that happened in 1940 yeah that's you're like, talking about the, the guardians hadn't win, oh, hadn't won since then it's been this long it's like we know bob yeah. everyone knows who's watching the game knows all this stuff it's like what yeah. are you doing by the way, there was a Cleveland fan in, 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 in my section who kept calling them the Indians. He was like, no, I still call them the Indians. I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Paul O'Neill was having issues on the Yes post game and kept calling them that. And I'm like, can someone correct him? Then John, then, John, <laughs> then John Flaherty was doing it. And Jack Curry's like making sure he was saying the Guardians, blah, blah, blah. And then they were still saying Indians. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, what is you gotta, happening? You got to love Paulie. Paulie is still stuck in 1998. And you got to love Paulie. And Paulie. stuck in his basement yeah, also. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no vaccine, no Guardians. <laughs> oh you got to love Paulie. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, Costas just – he wouldn't shut up. Um, and I, I actually was able to tune him out by, like – Maybe the sixth or seventh inning at that point, I had gotten to the point where I could tune him out. But those first few, yeah. I was just like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, I almost would rather like, listen yeah, to Smoltz. It doesn't seem like you need Bob Costas. Get Shulman. Shulman does a great job with the Blue Jays. Get like Dan Shulman or something. It doesn't seem like we need Costas. Right. Anymore. Well, it's also, I think it's also Society because. Has progressed for the uh, need of Bob Costas. Is it because, I don't know. Maybe it's because the AL is on. TBS and the NL is on Fox and maybe because I think Shulman did he was on the Jays games is right Buck not doing any Buck doesn't do anything to the ALCS right to the championship series right he's no longer at Fox didn't he leave for ABC to do Monday Night Football I think he's done with Fox Buck that's right that's right. so it's that's probably right. it's going to be Joe Davis and John Smoltz okay that's right oh yeah. that's that's oh man that's terrible <laughs> Smoltz is like, it's like, get over yourself, dude. Like, it's like the Yankees beat you guys. Get over it. <laughs> Not only that, they basically forced you into retirement in 09. When oh, you were I the remember Red that. <laughs> so he's bitter. Yeah, he doesn't really like the Yankees. And I get it. I, had, I totally understand. You can tell when he announces our games. It's so weird. It's like yeah. the tone of his voice. It's like very, like, snappy. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Get over yourself, bro. Like, you're a Hall of Famer. Like, your career's fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments what you thought of John, uh, John Smoltz, what you thought of Bob Costas, because he was driving me crazy, basically because he wouldn't shut up. Um, I feel like you need to let a game breathe and you don't have to talk every five seconds and you don't have to tell long-winded stories and you don't have to bring up 1948 literally every inning. Also, his call of the Bader home run, like devoid of all types of joy, it was just like Bader has hit a home run. And yeah. his teammate, Matt Carpenter, is celebrating with him. It's just like, what? <laughs> it almost makes you miss Michael Kay. And I don't even like Michael Kay that much. You know what I mean? Like, it was very strange listening to Kay call the Cardinals game, the Phillies Cardinals this weekend, because hearing him call a home run for two different – it was just like, ooh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, hearing him say, like, Bryce Harper, see ya. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. That was really strange. Um, anything else? Oh, did you join in in New York, New York? Because that sounded really loud. Someone oh, yeah, took a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, the section was – my section was crazy. I mean, when we were chatting to uh, – what's the guy's name who jumped up in the stands? Miles uh, Straw? April. Yeah, Miles Straw. Um, yeah, I mean, when we chanted – I'm not going to say because we can't curse at him. <laughs> 
And like, it, it just reminded me of, of, it just reminded me why I love Yankee Stadium and warts and all why I love Yankee fans so much. Like, we really brought it, man. Like, I mean, I, I, I smoked a joint in the stands too. Like, I, um, I, uh, I had some halal. Someone snuck, snuck some halal food. I don't know how that's possible, but someone snuck some halal food, and so we ate that, too. Nice. Like, um, yeah, we just had so much fun in the bleachers. It was really, really fun. We well, I, I will say the a-hole chant that kept popping up whenever Straw stepped into the batter's box, you could hear it clearly on the TV, which is pretty funny. <laughs> it was great. Honestly, <laughs> like, honestly, like that's not even like top five of the chants I've heard. I mean, remember when, oh. we, remember when we chanted Uber at the Twins pitcher? Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Yankee fans. See, and this is why I'm disappointed there's not a game tonight because, you know, they would have been just as fired up. And... Oh, my God. We would have been insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're, we're the worst after we're in a one nothing lead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for coming on, and yeah, uh, I'm glad that you saw a good game last night. And uh, yeah, it looked like, like I said, we had an offer for tickets, and I was just like, ooh, I'm like, I don't want to go to my... one. Let's go to one. Let's, we should. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, we definitely should. Yeah. yeah, you'll get to see how I am at Yankee games. That that'll be fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> so where can everyone find you? Um. Twitter at Jason Buford, uh, J A Y S O N B U F O R D. Uh, I do a rap column every month for Stereo Gum, um, and then I do, um, I don't know, interviews for. I do profiles for GQ. I do. I actually profile Cortez for GQ. I usually do rappers, but I I, I actually did Nestor for GQ. Um, I think in April. Well, no, I think it was June or May or June. Um, and then Rolling Stone, I do stuff for. I have a profile for Pitchfork coming out soon. Um, I have something for Vanity Fair coming out soon, so you can find me anywhere. Cool, cool. And yeah, the the Cortez thing was really cool. I forgot to bring that up in the open. Um, But thank you for coming on and uh, talking Yankees. And uh, anytime you want to do this, as long as they're lasting through the playoffs, let me know and I'll have you on again. Yeah. Yay. Okay. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can listen to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, hit the thumbs up comment and click on the bell so you know when our videos go up and now that you made your first listen make your second listen locked on mlb because paul francis sullivan is an mlb expert he brings humor passion and a unique perspective on every team including his red Sox and the biggest stories from around the league follow the number one daily league-wide podcast locked on mlb on the odyssey app youtube or wherever you get your podcasts one more thing if you could be so kind please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast Cast to your fellow Yankee fans, we would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Wednesday. Maybe it won't get rained out tomorrow. Maybe there will be a miracle, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.